Hello there, and welcome to the Comic Book Tesseract, the only comic snapcast that's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. I'm Justin Chalupka, alongside Jason Polia. Join us as we review and preview the world of comics, along with other facets of geek sheet culture. You know, one of these days I really need to get to do that whole, like, do that ahead of time and just play the same one so I don't bumblefuck over it every single week. No, I don't think I'll let you do that. All right, sounds good. So, uh, we are going to jump right into comics this week. You had uh, three things on yours that I had not seen before, and I'm curious to learn a little bit about them. Uh, let's start it off with... I'm actually going to change it up a little bit. You do a lot of different G.I. Joe books. You read, read the <laughs> uh, Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. Right. You've done A Real American Hero and other things. There was a G.I. Joe number one you had in your stack this week. Uh, is this a reboot? Is it a renumbering start? Is it just a, a whole new universe that they're doing with it? What's the story on that book? All right, so with IDW, they've got four running G.I. Joe titles. G.I. Okay. Joe, Real American Hero, which is a continuation of the Larry Hama Marvel run. Way back, like... Which, which started, yeah. Early 90s, Yeah, so 80s. That, that's picked up with the numbering, I think it was like 180, and okay. has run from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's continuing. Hama's working on that. That is staying the same as is. Okay. Uh, they then had three titles that were tied in in their own separate G.I. Joe universe, separate so it was the same characters, but we worked... Yeah, whole so, different universe. Uh, similar to, like, you might find with Marvel Ultimates. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ultimate G.I. Joe. Or in Elseworlds, uh, DC Comics. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one of the other 52 Earths that DC has. And those basically. were... That was G.I. Joe specifically, or was that... Uh, that's G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe Cobra, and Snake Ice and Storm Shadow. Now, did all the, th- the three of those were all in one world? Yeah, those were all in one okay. world. They but tied... But separate from Real American Hero. Uh, yeah. They had crossovers between them yeah. to varying extents, um, and I've talked about those. Yeah, uh, the Cobra one, I know, I, I loved the Cobra one. Yeah, the, the one with the Cobra. chuckles. Yeah. So what they've done is uh, with G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. uh, Van Lente has taken over writing duties from Chuck Dixon. Van Lente. It yes. sounds vaguely Yeah, because he, he's writing one of the Valiant books. Oh, okay. So... Uh, Van Lente is uh, doing the uh, G.I. Joe book, mm-hmm. and he's taken over from Chuck Dixon. Dixon's arc ended. He's picking it up with a brand new arc where Cobra, at the end of the arc, Cobra announced to the world about G.I. Joe with via something like WikiLeaks. Oh, okay. So now G.I. Joe is no longer a, a covert, covert special operations group. They are now an overt special operations group. So they've put together a team uh, using this. In fact, Shipwreck is... Annoyed that he's being called Shipwreck, and annoyed that he has to wear the old-timey sailor outfit as well. Nice. Uh, although they, Polly is actually a uh, computer system that he uses for research, and yeah, and so he's like, I like the Polly. I'm keeping the bird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so they've kind of tied in some of the stuff that we like from you know the old uh, the, designs. This it's is a, the previous G.I. Joe, or this, no, this, this is, is one that this is, this is where the new one picks off. The new one okay. takes off with the public face of G.I. Joe. Now, is this leveraging off of, like, the G.I. Joe Cobra, that, yes. that universe? Okay, yeah, so this it, is really a continuation of that, it's, but, a, a re, not a reboot new, per new se, arc. but. It's, it's, okay. it's almost, a, it's, it's a it's new chapter. Like a, like a point one version, like what Marvel would do. Yeah, it could be a point one. It's a, it's a renumbering because they're kind of launching a new chapter. Yeah. Or, you know, in a new series of books here. They told one story, now they're telling another yeah. story. It's sort of like the, the world has shifted, so now right. this is how we're going to go about it now. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, they're also, they're, they're, uh, getting rid of the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes title. That has ended, mm-hmm. as far as I know. 
and they're replacing it with a G.I. Joe Special Missions title. All which right. Special Missions is going to be the covert arm of G.I. Joe. That's going to continue. Uh, wait a minute. Continue. So you have now a covert branch of a covert branch. Uh, uh, no, it's a covert branch of an overt branch. Well, of because, a now overt right, branch. G.I. Joe yeah. is now overt, so they've got the public face so, created. Okay, so they're basically saying, yes, we exist. See, here's all of our members, except those guys. Right. Gotcha. That's, that's what right. they're doing. Yeah, so the stuff that right. they can't... Um. Yeah, and actually, Archer and Armstrong, you were questioning that earlier today. You're asking, Archer and Armstrong, written by oh. Van Lenty. Oh, okay. G.I. Okay. Joe number one, written by Van Lenty. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. So Chuck Dixon will continue writing in this universe under the G.I. Joe Special Missions okay. title. Which and Dixon, I think, is writing something for one of the other uh, big publishers, I think, too. And I can't... Dick, Dixon writes lots of stuff. Well, yeah. Um, he, he There's knows something, what... particular, I think, in Marvel that he's picking. Oh, he's picking up the, uh, the Age of Ultron stuff, I think, is going to be Dixon. Okay. Because he will not work with DC right now. Uh, oh, he, he got has, a bad taste in his mouth? Yeah, he has uh, had a bad taste in his mouth with some of the ed- editorial staff. And so he he left in the middle Old of his run. Let's like talk on Sundays? That guy, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, he left in the middle of his uh, Nightwing run because of the editorial <laughs> differences. And, okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, because, I'm, because no, the guy I'm with the goatee Because that's fucking funny. For those who, who don't know. Anybody, or at least... The story that I heard, that's why he will not work with DC. Let right. me put, let me put it that way. I okay. don't know if it's fact or not. I'll, I'll, I'll do a quick explanation. Uh, Dan DiDio is one of the editors over at DC. Yeah. He has come out and said that he- Co-editor be, in chief, actually. Yeah. He's actually I, said no, in the past- Sorry, co-publisher. He, co-publisher, right. Co-publisher, right, right. former editor in chief. Yeah, that he has wanted to kill Dick Grayson. And he's, he said that many, many times. And the fact that it was on Nightwing's run just makes me laugh that much harder. So, okay. Yeah, okay. That, that makes a lot more sense. And then uh, they'll have a final uh, G.I. Joe title, which will be The Cobra Files, which is still being written by Costa. And that's basically, like, what's going on in the other camp? It, it, yeah, it, it essentially it's going to be the continuation of the G.I. Joe Cobra title. Right, okay. Just at this new point in the G.I. Joe. How, would they, how is that going to change the effect of the inner workings of Cobra now that there's an overt branch and do they know about the covert branch? Right, which right, so. they're covert, of course they do. Yeah. So with, uh, with the Snake Eyes title... Dying out? Are you using Legend of the Shadow Clan to kind of fill the gap? Uh, it may. I Snake Eyes was definitely played off as a ninja character through GI Joe, and it grew more and more as as time went on. The, I'd, I'd put him more in the samurai camp. Yeah. I mean, he does ninja y things. No, but he, he's got the samurai honor. No, he's straight up ninja. No honor. Uh, very little honor. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> he fights for the right side, but he's yeah. Yeah, he's he's still. But he'll, he'll but he'll still throw sand in your face. Oh, alright, cool. <laughs> um, Legend of the Shadow Clan, this is one of the, uh, 10 for 10, celebrating the 10, 10 year anniversary of Aspen Comics. It's the, it's oh, the kick, it's the book okay. that's kicking that off. And it, How this did actually I miss came, that? Uh, well, I don't get the Aspen stuff. Well, this okay. actually came out, uh, four weeks ago, so we, it's, oh. I, we should have been talking about this last episode. Oh, shit, I'm way behind the curve then. Yeah. But, I forget, but, I forgot to have them order me the copy, so when it came in, I'm going, oh, guys, uh, Make sure yeah, you order re- this for remind me. Remind me so. next time. Uh, well, now I should be going tomorrow to go yeah. pick it up. So, yeah, I'm going to tell them to get get all the Aspen stuff for me. I just got to remember to tell them. <laughs> get all the new stuff. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Legend of the Shadow Clan. Uh, story talks. Yeah, the, the writer talks about how we wanted to bring ninjas into the modern world. So that's the okay. overall premise. The Shadow Clan apparently is a group of ninjas that have survived throughout history doing covert work, and now they 
basically work for like high end mm-hmm. uh corporate espionage, corporate assassinations. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I am as of now putting a uh a restraining order on the word covert. We're not allowed to use that anymore during the show. If you want to use clandestine, that's fine, but covert is out. Okay. Because we've just used it too many times already. <laughs> so uh there's a, the the interesting little twist that they've done is there's a family that you're introduced to in this uh the main uh, member of the family seems to be the high school aged son. He's got a younger okay. brother and I believe a younger sister. I believe she's younger sister. So uh, this isn't going to be like Dawson's Creek with ninjas, is it? Uh, it may turn out that way. I, I don't ah, think it's. I don't think it's. I really don't think it's headed that way. Okay. Because um, yeah, you can't really get really whiny when you can just shove a sword in somebody's gullet. You know that. <laughs> well, they don't. Uh, apparently, this family is. Pr- somehow related because they all seem to have very cool ninja skills that they don't really know about, but they're starting to discover within their daily lives. So when you say they're all related, you're saying the family tree doesn't branch? No, I'm saying that they probably branched off and they left the family a while, for some reason, a long time ago. And, oh, oh okay. And now they're running into the uh, the family okay. business. Oh, so these are like kissing cousins, not, you know, right. not, not the Alabama style. Right. Okay. Yeah. Type of kiss of cousins that's legal in in the other states. Yeah. So, what's what's I like is you know the whole idea of the covert, sorry, clandestine. <laughs> Where's the bell? We need a bell. <laughs> Ding. Uh, that was news. <laughs> is uh, yeah. Wheaton put out and actually put bell. out. Well, no, he's had the bell from the previous episode, yeah. but he he actually put out a radio free burrito, which yep. is so. Uh, did I put that on my list? You better have. I uh, did not. But we've already we already talked about it, so I don't need you right, anymore. We just covered. Uh, Will Wheaton puts out a radio free burrito. Okay. Yay! Uh, Goes into this one. Thanks for the bell. Uh, I'll do it again. With the this, it would have been a cool book to follow what the ninja clan is doing, mm-hmm. and it's it'll be interesting to see how they take the twist of how the family is going to get sucked into the ninja world. Mm-hmm. I, they've already given you the, the hook as to how it's how they're getting sucked happen. in. Well, because but this is part as of the to how they accept. Yeah. Is this acting as a one shot as sort no, of like just this, a, no, this is an ongoing okay. title. So or, all, all the 10 that are coming out from Aspen are all going to be ongoings. Well, ongoings are ongoings uh, until they suck enough that they end up dropping or, or the, they could be minis, but or, yeah, ma- okay. or we'll call it a maxi series, you know, we, we intend to do 12 to 16 issues type of a thing. Yeah, yeah I'm series. still hoping Marvel brings back some of the cross-gen stuff again. Yeah, that would be sweet. I would love to see that, but... I've yeah, talked yeah. time and again about a, uh, a cross-gen comic that, and now the name of it escapes me, but it's a, a Maduria one that he did when he was with cross-gen. Okay. Uh, I'll remember it was people with big feet and big hands that I thought looked cool. Uh, yeah, got me on that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, I want to say it's like, not take backers, but something like that. I think you should not think about comeback. The time travel no, one that no, I'm no, reading no, right no, now. No, no, okay, no. this is like a fantasy ish. Uh, there's yeah. a you know big warrior guy with sword, girl with big like mechanical hand things. Okay, because when you started to talk about that, I was thinking Brath, who was like a Celtic warrior with a big battle axe. Oh yeah, no, 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 written no, no. by Chuck Dixon. But oh, there you no. go. No, no. <laughs> no this was it, it was Madurian's art, which is one of the reasons I liked it because I've always loved his art style. And, but yeah, uh, Brath was a straight up barbarian story. Yeah, no, no this was, this was, this was like, uh, anime fantasy is kind of the best way to kind of put it. I have no idea what that would be in Cross Gen's universe. I don't remember anything from uh, that. Okay. Um, anyways. Actually, what I'd like to see them, I'd like to see them bring back Brath, which barely got started. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to see El Cazador, which was their pirate 
story. Oh, yeah. Well, they did that a little bit with uh, yeah, they, they brought in Sigil. No, yeah, yeah, Sigil. Yeah, when they, they did, they, the... they referenced it. Sure. So right, I'd right. love to see that come back and see where they're going to go. Well, another one that you like that they did was uh, Path of the Monkey, I think, right? Or no, no, no uh, Path of the Rat. The Way of the Rat. Way of the Rat. There was also the Path, which the oh, Path okay. was the Samurai. The Way of the Rat was the Thief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, both of those were were very good. Uh, the Path tended to get buried in its own story that moved very, very slowly. Yeah. Oh, well, it, enough waxing pathetic. Let's uh, let's move on here. Okay. Yeah. Since we're just discussing Marvel, let's go ahead and you can tell me about the new Marvel book you picked up this yeah. month. I which... actually grabbed Nova because okay. I had been watching Ultimate Spider-Man and Nova's a fairly big recurring character on there. Um, it is the same guy. It's uh, Alexander or something or other. I think it's Sam they call him for short, which has to do with his last name. Um, so I picked this up thinking, oh, okay, you know, my daughter watched Ultimate Spider-Man with me. The two of us can sit down and read through this. This is not for my daughter. I think this is, let me check here. When you say not it's, for your daughter, you mean it's like mature material or? It's, it's definitely it's, mature enough. Or uh, it's is rated it, as a T plus, which I think fits it well. It's okay. dealing with issues that a young kid not necessarily shouldn't deal with, but has trouble, may have trouble grasping and it, or, either would have trouble grasping or just, it wouldn't sit well with them. Uh, or, or, or it's presented it too multifaceted for, no, no, not, to, not so much that there's okay. a, 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 an alcoholic father there who's kind of in and out of his son's life. Um, there's bullying, which, okay, you know, kids do the bullying There's thing. bullying. So they may need to see that, but it, it sounds like but it's, it's like a, a young, uh, kid, taking care of his family sort of in his father's absence as his father's, you know, recounting stories of the good old days and his drunken stupor type thing. So it, very interesting that I went there. Uh, this also brought up something else that I didn't know of, just of the Nova universe, that they have a specific difference between the two different kinds of Nova. Uh, in the animated series, you might remember he had the golden helmet, whereas right. this is the black helmet. Turns out this is actually a different set of... Uh, I suppose kind of like the Green Lantern Corps, the Novas are kind of that different thing rank too. or you know, foot uh, soldier versus. I, I am officer. not going to say the band word so far for this evening, but it is a clandestine group. That undercover, undercover group, very secretive. good. There you go, secretive, uh, slinking, if you will, spies um, like us. Yeah, but competent. So uh, that's kind of what what they bring it up. Uh, I think Shit, they, I they call them uh, supernovas. I think is what what he likes to call them. Okay, but. It's an interesting title in the fact that I want to keep picking it up, but it should be known, although well, it, it looks is it like... A, is it a clandestine force, or is it more of a special weapons tactics elite soldier uh, force? Because Delta I, Force, people know we have them, but they're, it's, they're, they're more of the elite warriors as opposed to... I would say it's closer secretive. to like a black ops group. It's the okay. ones that are doing things that they're not supposed to be doing. Oh, like they tried to do, like they've been doing with X Force. The, 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 they do the wet work. Yeah, that's that's closer to what it's like. Okay, so, so kind of neat. I, like I said, I'll pick book. up because I, I think it's a pretty good hook. Um, this is definitely going to tie into I think where Marvel is kind of guiding everybody of what they want their focus to be, with uh, Iron Man now going out to outer space, Guardians point one coming out this week. This has a tie in with Guardians of the Galaxy as well. They're definitely doing a big push towards their new movie that they're working on. And, and it, it also, shows, and they're kind of doing it heavy-handed too, which I don't particularly care for. But I, it's marketing. You Mar know? Marvel's doing, doing a do. lot to, t to tie their movies with with the books and making the, the yeah. stories or similarities line up, which I can completely appreciate. I understand yeah. why they're doing that. 
and as a matter of fact, because of watching the movies, there's Marvel titles I've picked up that I probably wouldn't have before. Yeah. Be- specifically because of the tie-in. Right. Well, and there's the- others that I've looked at and I go, you know, I do kind of want to grab that, but I got enough shit on my list. As it is. Well, the other thing is Nova was, they kind of relaunched the character with his role in AVX. Yeah. Which, which led into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, it's back to the movie point. Yeah. That's why they put out the Avengers Assemble book. Is it very much yeah. related to the, well, the Avengers mo- the, Assemble? That's like the it's, Battle it's on the, an Island one, isn't it? It's, it's the movie team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not only that, what, what am I thinking but of? they're all, but they also introduced Guardians of the Galaxy in that book. Which led the way to the reintroduction for of the of the Guardians of the Galaxy book, which comes out. What's the Avengers Wednesday one the where they're fighting on an island somewhere? The, uh, Avengers Acad- Academy. Academy. Not, not not Academy, but like it's Arena. Avengers Arena. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that, uh, I didn't I, think about that. Not picking that one up. Was, okay. Yeah. So okay. Okay. Uh, there's still one more that you specifically got, but I'm gonna hold off on that one. Okay. And instead, I won't discuss that book now. I'm gonna bring up one from last week, which was mm. the finale of the Death of the Family of Batman. Yes. How did you? Were you happy with how it ended? Kind of. Let, let me rephrase. Were you were you satiated with how it ended? Did Did it leave you wanting more, or did you kind of go? Okay, yeah, that was a. It, it a feels good like ending. there was a promise that wasn't quite kept, hmm. and I mean, I you had the Joker who had you know the members of the Bat family dead to rights, yeah, and nothing. It just it yes, it it sent them each on their own separate way, mm-hmm. you know, different from. Yeah, you know, being around Batman to se- separate themselves from him. So in that aspect, it, of it, 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 it delivered the on the promise to kill the family, right? But there, there was nothing big, or no big rocking change because these characters have been operating so much on their own. They pretty much all have their own books. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Red Robin, who's in Teen Titans, right? You've got Jason Todd well, in the out, yeah, the, the entire family. I mean, yeah. no need to go through them all, but yeah. The only yeah, one who doesn't is Alfred. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you could arguably yeah. say with some of the backup stories that have been at Batman, that's that's his book. Yeah, he he has some of the back. And yeah, Damien is Batman and Robin is Damien's book. So, uh, Batman Inc. I, as well, or no? Yeah, no, that's just Grant Morrison's book to do whatever the hell oh, he wants all right. with. Okay, fair enough. Um, which apparently he does. There was a great uh, panel I saw on Reddit today that I think is from an upcoming Batman Inc. with Gordon and Batman. That's really good. Okay. Uh, Screw it. You know, uh, no, never mind. It's probably, I'll, probably I'll the one that came later. out the Wednesday that we're recording this. Probably. Somebody picked it up and said, oh, here we go. Yeah. No, there's a good page on there that's pretty funny. All Anyways. right, I'll take it. It's in my stack. I'll take a look. All right. Okay. So, but I, I, I would have, well, personally, I'd like to see Jason Todd dead, but everybody wants to see Jason Todd dead. It's Jason Todd. I don't think, but, I haven't been reading Red Hood and the Outlaws, so I don't know how they've been using him recently. Mm-hmm. But from what I've seen in the appearances in the Batman books and from what I read in Red Hood and the Outlaws, he wasn't doing anything. Kill him. Yeah, he wasn't doing anything. I The few times he has shown up in the Batman books, I think he's shown up as an interesting character, as an interesting side character in the other Bat books. I don't think he's any good on his own. You know, he's he's like a... Uh, um, 
You know, I was going to come up with a bunch of different analogies and all of them would just been completely non-PC. So I'm not going to. (laughs) Um, So should we now change it from Scott motherfucking Schneider to motherfucking Scott Schneider? I mean, do we need to change the monster? What did you think of the ending? I think it worked out fairly well. Um, The only thing I would say in similar to what you were saying as far as lack of delivery is that there was such a, a tight tension leading up to this. Right. That the... It, it feels too close to status quo for me at the end. Not, not so much that, but that the retention... The tension was released almost a little too slowly instead of, like, that snap right. that you were expecting. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was just sort of like, okay, release the vice. <sighs> Which is still refreshing, but it's just... You wanted a little bit more. A little more snap to it. You know, a little sure. more bite. Which, I, I think we're both in agreement as far as that. Um, what I did like, and I did find interesting, and I think this will translate well into future books, is the whole idea and concept of either Joker has always known, or he's too crazy to realize he's always known, and just he knows flat doesn't out care. doesn't fucking care. Yeah, I, I, even like though he, even though he care. played it up, like he cares for this entire arc that he really and truly just doesn't care. That I think is the most interesting piece of this puzzle. So well, anyways, I, I, part of the most interesting part was, yeah, the whole question of why haven't you killed me yet? I'm just going to keep coming back and doing this to you. Why don't you kill me? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, which is that, that that's, that not, whole, a, that's that, not a new trope. I mean, that's no. been brought up in Batman numerous times. But he keeps like edging them that little bit closer. So let's let's move on to another book. Okay. Uh, JLA, let's run through real quick. Okay. Because I, I don't really know if there's too much we need to talk about this. It's a brand new book. It's a not a new idea. They're basically creating a group that's going to be a counterforce to the Justice League. Yeah. Which is kind of what JLI was when it was built, and that just failed miserably. So now they're trying to do it again, but with a different moniker is the only way I'm really kind of looking at this. Well, I, I don't know that necessarily JLI failed miserably because it it was doing decent well in sales. I think they specifically had a task they wanted the JLI to run as a major story arc. Yeah, I, I think then... for a lot of the bigger books, they have these large arcs planned out mm-hmm. that they're doing with the uh, Justice League, Justice League of America, yeah. JLI. And you know, it's, it's leading into the what they gave us on Free Comic Book Day, with the uh, Trinity War. The, yeah, the Trinity War, yeah. and but so there's a lot of these that are going to be coming together. Uh, yeah. What, what's interesting is, yeah, as for the this book overall, mm-hmm. I felt it was a zero issue. Yeah, there's an introduction. It was decent, but I would have liked to have seen much more of the team acting together, and then just over. The next, like, as either as a, a either as a second story, or just kind of interspersed within the recruitment of each one. I don't know because I think jumping in with them, like almost starting or to work together it, from the get go, would have been jumping at the wrong wrong point. I do think that the the fact that they gave that brief little uh, vignette for each member, with a few exceptions was really good because there were a lot of these characters I, I'm not going to say I knew nothing about, but I certainly didn't know enough to really make me want to give a shit. 
Right. And they brought in some of these characters very strongly. Uh, I think Hawkman, they brought in very well. Yeah. Same with Manhunter. Um, Stargirl, I think, has a, uh, a chance to, to really shine in this book. Well, being Jeff Johns created her. Oh, and, yeah, he's going to give her a and, little, and, little... And, and apparently it's, it's an homage to his sister. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, we're gonna I, she's going to shine. And uh, the, the short little bit with Catwoman in this, I, I thought, was done really well. Aside from that, yeah, this is a zero-issue book. It's an introduction. If you're curious about this or about this title just at all, the, the over I, I, the, the overall description to give you is it's a... Intro. It, it's an intro to a anti-Justice League group. Right. Now, do you agree? With, you know, they, have, they have a whole page here where they kind of match up why they chose the members they did versus... Yeah, versus each individual each, each, daily member. How how do you feel on how pe- they stack up? Is there any of them that you're going? No, I don't think that's Batman, right. Catwoman. Batman's kicked her ass on numerous occasions. Yeah, that, Martian Manhunter and Superman, perfect matchup. That's one for the books, especially when how they've depicted uh, Manhunter right. in the uh, and, and depending on where they're putting Storm Superman's strength in his evolution, Watch, the Stormwatch books, they've basically built Martian Manhunter Martian Manhunter up to be. A Superman level character, absolutely. Yeah, it, it it'll it'll be uh, tough to say. It, unfortunately, with you know Catwoman, I don't believe you know she's nowhere near the tactical mind that Bruce is. Right. Her fighting skills are nowhere near. It. The only um, thing that she could bring to the table is she might have some insight into Bruce, which that, is that, yeah. That that's the only thing I can think of because otherwise she's not a match at all. Right. Katana, I don't see as a match for Wonder Woman. No, I. Jill to GL is Pretty straightforward. I'm I'm good with that one. That, that that's a neutral match. Vibe versus Flash. I understand why they did it. It's, it's about it's, as close as they, I mean, they made a new character almost specifically to be yeah, somebody that could combat Flash. Yeah, it's about Star Girl Cyborg. That's just teenage angst movie waiting to happen. And Hawkman, Aquaman, especially with what that, we've seen in the Throne of Atlantis books. Now that's an ass whooping I want to see happen. Because oh, that's, that's just going to be a straight out bloody that's be, slugfest, and it would be beautiful. That's what. That's probably the best matchup in here. I oh, love God, it. Yeah. it, it and, and I'm waiting to see that. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't think the JLA would stand up to the JL. No, uh, if, if no, they, absolutely not. They go to touch it, even though they've made Martian Manhunter much more powerful. No, unless no. they've, they're keeping Superman's powers still low as he's developing them. Uh, I don't see. Which Man- I don't think they're doing that at this point for the Justice League books. Although you know, Manhunter's skill set, they almost made, they've almost. Over- I just realized there was somebody that was missing from that uh, montage. Who? Green Arrow. Green Arrow wasn't matched up with anybody. No, he wasn't. He's like an extra wild card. He is the one. Ah, I see. Extra ace in the hole. There you go. All righty. Um, Good point. And Scott and Trevor, who will actually be more of the tactical mind behind it. He, that yeah, and, and, and yeah. Amanda Waller, who's. The woman behind the man behind the scenes. Uh, I did like her depiction in this yeah. better than how she's been depicted in like Team Now, Catwoman and Green Arrow versus Batman is, yeah, is a closer be, match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, provided that they can get along well <laughs> enough for him to take her advice on what Bruce would be thinking about. And and Ollie would actually shut up for a few minutes and actually listen to her. Yeah. Which doesn't really seem to be in his wheelhouse. <laughs> um, no. Okay, okay. Uh, let's jump back over to the Marvel side. Superior Spider-Man I wanted to bring up just real quick because we're running a little bit short here. Uh, you mean long? Short on time, long on... Okay. Okay, anyways. Um, there was an introduction of a character who I 
don't I don't remember having seen before. He's probably in Amazing or something, which is Massacre as a yeah, villain. I don't recall him. I'm sure, you know, because I haven't been reading Spider Man that long. Yeah, you know, consistently. I. I, I think it's just we we miss character, which is fine. I like him. I think he's a great villain. Oh, uh, this was a beautiful setup issue. And what I think this is doing is this has finally opened my eyes of where they're trying to go with this book. You now have a Doc Ock character, a guy who's willing to do what. Peter was not. Right. And now you have these villains that almost kind of mandate the type of character that needs to be able to do what Peter was not able to do. Well, the thing is, I these think, are people I, that I Peter has beaten. It's And chose not to cross go over that, that line. edge. Right. Whereas Ock is going to be... To- well, he either will or he's going to be just towing the hell out of that line. Oh, and, or he's going to be there, ready and willing to do it, and it's just going to be that, like, it, just held back. And, it, and what's going to just hold him back is going to be that essence of Peter that's right. still in there. Which, you know. It'll be that conflict and that constant, like, why can't I do this thing? I, I had said before, I don't think this book has any legs. I'm starting to doubt myself now. I really think this is, this could develop into a good ongoing series. Right. That being said, Peter still has to come back. Peter is still Peter. He is it's, Spider-Man. That's the status quo will eventually be restored. Yeah. It's a matter of how long they think they can drag it out. You know, if, if this is well, doing I mean, well, I, they might be able to drag it out longer than they thought they could. See, so. I'm not looking at this, looking at this as really drag it out. I think this really can run. go and hold, yeah, okay. run on its yeah. own. So it, it, it'll run. Anyway. I, I, I certainly agree with that. I, I, it's a, it's a fun read. It's, it's enjoyable. And this is book six. Four. Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you just jumping ahead. No. Well, that's because they've had the tie-ins with Avenging Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. and uh, Daredevil as well. That's probably what I'm... Yeah, okay. so, so you've had a couple of extra tie-ins. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking stre- of it. seem to make it stretch out. That so, and yeah. the fact that it's bi-weekly, so... Yeah, yeah, so it's coming out a lot more frequently. Okay. Um, and the last one to talk about is one that you got, and I have not heard of before. This is actually number three, so I'm guessing you have the first two. Yes, yes, I do. Which is The Hollows. Erp. Erp. Yeah, the, the ERP is on the cover of Hollows yeah. number three. What is the Hollows? Okay. Hollows, I actually d- think I discussed this uh, probably a month, month and a half ago. Okay. When issue one came out. Uh, this is a story of a town that is situated up in a huge tree. And the reason they're up in the tree is because they had a, I believe it was a nuclear disaster, which created beings that are essentially hollow of souls. And so they, they oh, overran the I city really, okay, below. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. St- and so what you have is this uh, professor who w- we find out was the one that caused the mass destruction that created mm-hmm. the hollows. Yeah. That created the jetpacks that are used to scavenge the city below. Okay. That created the giant tree that they're living, that the city is living in. Okay. The, the destructor now, and the savior at the same time. Right. And he's now, throughout the series, he's starting to see himself as the destructor and you know, having caused all of the, the pain and having found a, a city of refu- some refugees mm-hmm. and caused more pain to them because of his actions. He's trying to do the redemption thing. Yeah. Well, so, but, sort of, uh, the, the Banner Hulk thing is going on in Indestructible Hulk right now. Same, similar type of idea. Uh, not quite. Well, maybe a little bit later in the arc, um, oh, okay. although I don't know if it'll go much more past the four or five issues. I think it's a four or five issue mini. Uh, okay. But it, it should it should wind up with that kind of redemption because that's the arc is yeah mm-hmm. I have failed here's my redemption yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah the, 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 the arc character tone? is just kind of 
a fun little side character. You know, all it does is say, Erp. Oh, the Erp. Okay. Yeah. Well, because the, the Erp was big on this. You showed me that. Yes. Yeah. Is, is the overall uh, feeling of this book that same, like, dark humor like the Erp is? Or is I, it just a, a more dramatic tone? It, it, horrific? Over, overall, it, it's a more dramatic tone. There, there's okay. not a lot of horror in it. Oh, yeah. Some I guess, horrific things, I guess, maybe, I guess the, but... the, the hollows kind of being zombie-esque. Okay. They, they suck the souls out. You're right, right. So th- there's kind of, I guess, hints of the, that horror aspect of it. But mm-hmm. mostly it, it's drama. Uh, Sam Keith's art is amazing. It, it's that Is Sam Keith Charles the same Castells. guy that did uh, The Max? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, very distinctive art style. Yeah. And, and you know I was actually gonna, I was gonna, about to say that this reminds me a lot of that, oh, which yeah. now makes sense. Okay. Well, there you go. So, Sweet. Yeah. I made snag those from you. Yeah. Actually. We can uh, arrange for that. That along with uh, Happy, which I have sitting next to me that I've already <laughs> needed to do. Yep. Um, and you just keep jacking up your mic here. Yeah, I know. I'll get it fixed. All right. Well, while you play with that, I'm going to run through some of the new stuff. Uh, one thing I did want to do this week that I've talked about before. You know what? I, before I do that, somebody sent me a link earlier this week. Uh, shout out to T2. Thanks for sending this to me. A website called paprika.net, which paprika is, I think, a Bulgarian word for pepper or something like that. Paprika is a spice. And that's what it, paprika also is another name for pepper. Different language. But uh, paprika.net, what it is, is basically a giant list of webcomics. Sweet. So you can actually search through by things like genre, by things like date, things that are completed. And I, I read, I think I found something like... 40 or 50 webcomics, uh, ones that are yeah. ongoing and that have completed. Which we haven't discussed webcomics in quite a while. We, we have which discussed is, them previously. Which is exactly why I brought this up, because uh, I want to start doing every show. I'm going to bring up one webcomic out of my list of 40-some-odd, so I keep this going for a while. And I keep adding <laughs> new stuff, too. And the featured webcomic for this episode, dun, 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 dun. Dr. McNinja. By Christopher Hastings. This has been an ongoing for quite a long time. There's a lot of history to this one. He's put out, oh, something like four or five books worth of, of stuff. Dr. McNinja, as it sounds, is a doctor who's a ninja and is also Irish. He has uh, a, a little uh, Mexican guy that rides a raptor around. He has a sign language gorilla that's his receptionist in his office. It's completely kind of non-sequitur humor stuff, but... It does actually follow story arcs. So if you're liking things like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. It, yeah. His, the big bad guy is King, is King Radical. Very much kind of Axe Copy. As a matter of fact, there was a Dr. McNinja and Axe Cop uh, crossover not too long ago. Oh, fun. So uh, also speaking about webcomics, Penny Arcade has now started Strip Search. This is a reality series that they're doing where they have 12 uh, aspiring web artists, uh, web comic artists, that are all going to be living together in a house out in Seattle. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, no, it's it's the whole whole trope thing. They're, they've even come up with a catchphrase and shit. You know, you're you're it's not you're the not the strip world. that we're searching for. Oh yeah, and they're doing it completely tongue in cheek for that purpose. Okay, but they are still the winner will still spend an entire year as an employee of Penny Arcade and will be producing their comic for for, for, for them. Yeah, for okay. uh, for Mike and Jerry. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, nothing to uh, mention. MegaCon, the Orlando Mega Convention, will be. Coming in March, March 16th, 15th, 16th, I believe. 15th, 15th, yeah. 16th, 17th, which we go to or try to go to almost every year. Right. Uh, we should be going this year. We had a lot of big names come to this one. The entire uh, your friend TNG, Will. Yeah. The entire TNG bridge crew is going to be here. We got 
that's going to be a fun convention. Yeah. Uh, um, also this week, the PS4 has been announced by Sony. Uh, lots of neat things. It looks like a lot of tech advances that they're doing. Well, but it's a Sony product. I'm not going to pick it up until it's at least Gen 3. Just because well, I don't trust Sony hardware. Well, the, apparently they're using x86 processors in mm-hmm. it now as opposed to the cell processor. Right. Which should make it easier to port the games to PC. Well, that was one of the big problems a lot of people had with the PS3 is that because they use a cell processor, they felt that their SDK was just way too difficult to work with. So this time around, they went to all the develop houses first and said, what do you guys want? And they built it based to that spec. So And uh, the rumor has that it's AMD hardware, which AMD mm-hmm. owns uh, – which which uh, video graphics processor? Uh, uh, the GeForce. GeForce, yeah. yeah. So AMD, GeForce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you – they, they build the best integrated systems as well as right. you know, their processors work very well with their GPUs. So that's the type of stuff that you're going to be seeing built into the actual hardware for this. Right. We still didn't see the actual console itself. They no. they didn't bring that as part of the announcement, which uh, it's basically going to be like a desktop computer with a <laughs> Sony logo on it. Yeah. Um, um, they also haven't mentioned price point, which is well, so yeah. $600 that's, that's with not the PS3. So. Yeah, well, they're probably going to try and keep it below that $600 that the PS3 came out with. Not, not necessarily. They may turn around and even do the same, especially if it's got a Blu-ray drive. Well, not, they said they're going to have uh, a lot of downloaded games. They're still going to have DVD or Blu-rays as well, but they're right. going to try to make the primary uh, delivery system of software to be digital, which is a nice change. Well, one change. of the interesting things I heard is I think one of the things they're planning on doing for that digital delivery mm-hmm. is when once is as they start to learn what games you are. Or what games people are anticipating, right. it will pre-download that software for you. In so anticipation that we, of you buying So it. that on the day that you want to play it, you go, oh, let me buy this. Which is I, not too unsimilar to what Steam does. You can pre-order it ahead of time. It'll download and it'll unlock on the day of the actual release. Yeah. So speaking of things going through Steam, uh, Legend of Grimrock, which is a game I've mentioned before. This was the uh, old dungeon crawler a la Eye of the Beholder. Right. Uh, they had said for a while that they were working on some DLC they were going to do for their game. Well, they announced last week they are scrapping the DLC and instead are announcing Legend of Grimrock 2. They're completely rebuilding their engine. They've redone a whole bunch of things in the game. And this is what will become the next release. Uh, is it going to be released on Steam? Very, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Their, their last was, was released on Steam as well. All right. Um, coming out from Nerdist Industries, the newest season of Cops Skyrim has been released. It has been extremely hilarious. I love Cops Skyrim. It's funny as hell. Uh, also from Nerdist, uh, there was an interview this week with wrestler Mick Foley. Which is the third in their series of wrestler interviews. Yep, and every, every single one has knocked out of the park, and this was no exception. It was a terrific, terrific interview, talking about everything from all of his wrestling stuff all the way to his work with Rain, which is a... Yeah, a, 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 a abuse, and, yeah, uh, sexual abuse and, and battered... Yeah. Right. Yeah, for uh, women Support group. Yeah, support group. Yeah. Which... Excellent interview. Uh, everything I'm talking about here in the news, we're going to do links to in the show notes. So yeah. if there's anything that we're saying that piques your interest, definitely go check it out. Uh, the D&D Next update, we've been getting these pretty much weekly now. Uh, Mike Merles has said they've released the next playtest packet internally for review, and we should be seeing that in early next month. Anything you know that's come out in the new in the most recent update for D&D Next? You know, new the classes? Mo- new- the most recent one had the Barbarian. Okay. And that was uh, their big release with that. In this one, they said they're releasing Druids, and I 
forget what there was another class as well, and it, it escapes okay. me at the moment. So they're slowly expanding out the universe from just your basic yes. fighter, mage, rogue, and yeah, they've they've, they've released quite a few. Monk has been released as well. Um, as has I think Sorcerer was up for a little bit, and then they pulled it back out again to to work on a little bit more. Um, there's some good stuff going on with that. And now, if only we could get together and play. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, well, this this next one is one that you were really excited about. So why don't you go ahead and. And okay. announce this one. Yeah, Google Glass. Uh, Google has released a video displaying what the world will look like through Google Glass, as well as The Verge has a video with Joshua Topolsky trying on Google Glass mm-hmm. and seeing how it actually functions Yeah, in the real world. He talks about it in the article. He talks about how, yeah, sometimes uh, it's not quite uh, as from exact. The Verge? Yeah, The Verge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes it's not quite as exacting as you'd like. You, you say something, mm-hmm. it doesn't quite catch you. But overall, the experience seemed positive. Mm-hmm. And what you can do with this, it seems like they're only kind of touching on the basics of it with using it as Well, the idea a, is to leave it open that a lot of people, other people can kind of devise their own things of how you want to use it. Right. But yeah, what they've basically shown us is that you can use it to view what somebody on the other side is having is as part of a chat. So mm-hmm. you can see who you're having a uh, Skype or yeah, Google yeah, yeah. Talk conversation with so that they can see what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get your exact point of view. Yeah. Uh, that's... Which all that's lot, shown in the, yeah, in the demo video. T- taking videos and, you know, v- mm-hmm. very quickly taking videos and photos. That's all the main photo. But what I see is... Checking your opponent's is, power level. Yeah. Well, actually, th- that's where this is going to lead to. And if you've read... Oh, what, it, memes? No. Uh, well, it's leading to that, too. Okay. But yeah, I'm sure it will. Already uh, did. Yeah, if you read Damon, you, you know, they, they wear glasses kind of similar to this, where it shows a reputation score above everybody's head. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and, and then you can... Oh. And then after you have an interaction with somebody, you can actually bump... Yeah, give them a thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah, and can you imagine that at like a college slut. campus, like oh, walking around and seeing you know slut, 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 no, no, not, slut, virgin, slut. Not slut. a not a category, a reputation score. So hey, that I, sounds like reputation to me. <laughs> that's age type of reputation, as opposed to you know, saying, yeah, this person was helpful to me, so I'm going to give him a thumbs up. That's a plus one point to him. Oh, he was a dick. Point thumbs down. down. Uh, the, the other thing that it, this could be is you know. Say you're exercising, you wear an armband or yeah, the Samsung watch that Samsung's mm-hmm. working on, Apple's working on their watch. Yeah, yeah. They have you know, something Stuff like, that like fuel band. Yeah, th- that will monitor your, your stats so that you're getting you know, your heart rate, your pulse. Yeah. yeah Optimal. Pulse ox. Yeah. It, and Google Glass will allow you to see, you know, that you, where you are and how to get you know, and slow down, speed up to get into your yeah. optimal range for whether it's cardio or you know fat law, fat burning, whatever you want your workout to be. Make sure that be. you stay calm enough that you don't turn into the Hulk. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Banner's going to use it for that, absolutely. But uh, they already, in, in Indestructible yeah. Hulk, he's actually wearing contacts that do that already. Yeah, it's it, fun. You know, when you're walking, it'll show you your map. Yeah. Um, Essentially, there's a whole lot of different applications mm-hmm. that can yeah. be used for, and the fact they're leaving it open for that is a smart move on their part. Yeah, it, it's just a matter of what can you think of doing with it. Yeah. And, Here's a new toy, people. Go have fun with well, it. Well, it's what Microsoft has kind of done with Connect, with which is Somewhere. apparently going Somewhere. to be a required part of the next Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Eh, so right. yeah, I, I know a lot of nobody ever uses it, but there's been a lot of really cool research done with yeah, it. Yeah, people have done a lot more tech research with it than anything else. Yeah. Um, nothing I saw this week. I thought it was kind of cool. Thirty-eight maps you never knew you needed. This is all kinds of like weird things, like uh, what the time zones look like from Antarctica. Uh, the world done as a Super Mario World map. Shit like that. It's just uh, kind of neat, neat little stupid things. It's fun to check out. Okay, I, 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 yeah. 
This map shows every <coughs> area code where Ludacris has hose. Yeah. Okay, it's it's, it's funny. Check it out. It, you know, check their yeah, I out. definitely needed to know what, the, um, what that map was. Art of Manliness had an article, uh, I believe it was two weeks ago, that was talking about leisure time and basically imploring people that when you have leisure time to use it better. And this got me kind of thinking about how leisure time can be broken down into two categories, both of which are necessary, which is creation and consumption. You can yes. do leisure time that's consumption, sitting down watching a TV show, doing whatever, which is important Listening for to this podcast. Absolutely. Where by taking all of this in, it generates ideas. Yes. And then those ideas for your next batch of leisure time can be used to create something yeah. like us making this podcast. So it was just a neat thought that I had kind of during the week that this brought up. So I mean, after it, all, if, if nobody consumes, then there's no reason to create. If nobody right. creates, then we have nothing, we have nothing to, consume. to consume. So, so you have to have a balance. So the next time you're sitting around thinking of your enjoying your leisure time, think: Have I listened to this podcast yet? If not, listen to it. Then figure out something to create. I was going to go something a little more philosophical, but that works too. <laughs> um, we don't get into philosophy here. Uh, I've talked about the library and all the cool stuff they have there. We picked up the Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo DVD from the library. This that is, was a fun little... It is. It's a neat little show. It's kind of just another Teen Titans episode, but... Well, there was. It, I, yeah. Or at, least was, they've aired, they've, or at least they've aired it as such. Yeah. And since it originally premiered. Fun show. Uh, fun DVD. If you can go and find it, pick it up, watch it if you haven't already. It's like Especially an hour and a half, I think. Uh, maybe an hour. I don't think okay. it was a full hour and a half. Yeah. But, anyways. Uh, oh, I skipped over this one. A meteorite detonated over Russia. If you haven't seen the YouTube videos of that, go check that out. Because that's There's just lots of them. Yeah. As opposed to the YouTube video of the car crashing during the uh, Saturday race at Daytona. Oh, apparently went through the barrier. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I, I heard of it. Apparently, it's, yeah. Both of which injured many, many people. Yeah. Sad. Um, just announced today, Geek and Sundry has put out that they are doing a international tabletop day on March 30th. This is going to be is a... Is that where we're dancing? No. Okay. This is a go out to your friendly local game shop. This is throw an event in your home. This is basically everybody go out, go get a board game, a card game or something, go play a game. When? March 30th. March 30th. Yes. Okay. So that is tabletop day. Go out, spread the word, tweet with hashtag Some tabletop day. Some sort of day. tabletop game. Not tabletop dancing, tabletop game. Yes. yes it can be Great. dice. It can be cards. It can be Dungeons and Dragons. It can be Monopoly. Yeah. If somehow you can find a way to play uh, Settlers of Catan while dancing on a table, hey, more power to you. But I, I would recommend not. You'll move your pieces. Yeah. There are supposed to be retailers that are going to be doing uh, deals based upon tabletop game. I, I suppose if you were to get yeah. up at midnight or 12 well, no, 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 one, not that, like, you but... could start a game of Risk. Yeah. <laughs> and you might be able to get halfway through it by the end of the day. If you're lucky. No, but <laughs> the deals they're talking about doing is they're actually going to... Uh, uh, basically have sales on the games that have been featured on tabletop. So games like uh, like Dixit, like um, uh, Settlers of Catan, uh, Fiasco, Fiasco, Gloom. So go With check... Fiasco, you can download packs for. You don't need yeah. to buy anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there are pre-made packages you can buy. But go check out, see your local retailers, community. and see if they're going to be in on the deal. So if they are, bonus. If not, throw an event at your house. Invite some friends over. Go play a game. What the hell? It's fun. And the last thing I'm going to mention, this is just for oh, us wait, 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 local. Wait. What's does, that? Does charades count as a tabletop game? Uh, 
depends on how you play it, I suppose. <laughs> what about win, lose, or draw? Yeah, no, that's well, Pictionary. Right. Pictionary still talking. Um, last thing I'm going to announce, this is just local for us. Uh, the Tampa, I think they're calling it Beer Week, is this coming week. And at the end of this week will be Hoonapoo Day, which is from Cigar City Brewery. There's an Imperial Ale they do once a year on Hoonapoo Day. And uh, that will be this coming Saturday, the 9th. I will be, oh no, excuse me, not uh, this coming weekend, but the weekend after. Which I will be going and buying my two bottles of Hoonapoo that I'm allowed to get. And I will probably be drinking heavily on that day too. I don't know what time I'm going to start, but I will be enjoying it. I, I will happily come and join you to buy bottles of Hoonapoo. To, and to point and laugh at me. As I drink copious amounts of... Hoonapoo. Uh, well, not just Hoonapoo, but just lots of high ABV beer, because that's really what uh, Scar City Brewery makes. Lots of high original gravity beers. Okay. But uh, that is it for things I found interesting this week, which is good because we are out of time. Oh, time. Time. It's not. It's apparently not on our side because it's, it, it never it's running out. Yeah, it never is. Although, actually, we've done pretty good on the time for the show, or yeah. meeting our goal for the show. We're only about five minutes over. Yeah. Not quite. So, Not quite. Uh, That's okay. There are a couple of rabbit holes I went down. I'm going to cut out anyways. So. Like this one. Nah, leave them in. It's close enough. All right. Close but, enough. Hey, we haven't crossed the hour mark. You can leave them in. I'm trying to get under an hour. Under <laughs> an hour. That's you know what? the goal. That's the I'm going to end the show now, and this will still keep us under the hour. So. Excellent. If you want to get a hold of us, all of our information is at about.me slash comic book tesseract. Email address, a phone number to text us at, a phone, same phone number can be used to leave us a message. Uh, if you want to leave a voicemail message, you can find our Facebook page or Google Plus page. All of that is at about.me slash comic book tesseract. So go ahead, give us a visit, give us a shout out, let us know what you enjoy about the show, what you don't, let us know how we can improve it. Go to iTunes or your favorite podcast source and give us a five-star rating and tell us, tell other people what you like about us. Let us know so that other people can find us. Uh, fair note, just saying you suck is not considered constructive criticism. No. Just tell us you. why we suck. Oh, yeah. Why we suck is fine. Yes. But, yeah, give us a bit more information on that. Uh, but uh, until that time, uh, we're going to assume that you're all enjoying this and we're going to come back and listen to us next time when we step inside the Tesseract.